and welcome to this week's episode of Keeping Up the Windsors. I'm Rachel. And I'm Michelle. Oh, Michelle. Michelle, what a week. <laughs> what a week. week. Can you hear the little birds singing in there? <laughs> it's, the... <laughs> it's been a glorious week. And we have had the date of the coronation, which we will keep for the royal news later. So stay tuned. Today, we've got so much coming up. Rachel, what have we got coming up on the show today? So today, we're going to be talking about the Countess of Wessex. She's been in Botswana and Malawi. The Duchess of Gloucester, who we don't really talk about on the podcast enough, do we? And the amazing work that she does. The Prince and Princess of Wales, they march World Mental Health Day. And as she said, the coronation. A grand fanfare welcome to our podcast, Keeping Up With The Windsors, dedicated to the royal family. Each episode will be crowned to the rafters with opinions, news and commentary on the comings and goings of the family of Windsor. With your hosts and royal fangirls, Rachel Andrews and Michelle Thole. So grab yourself a cuppa, straighten up your tiara, shine your knighthood, round up your corgis, and let's keep up with the Windsors. If you'd like to support Shell and I on the podcast, keep the podcast on the air, you can over on Kofi. It's £4 or around 6 bucks, And you can also join the VIP Royal Community, where we do a monthly Zoom call with our members. And Shell... We've also got a Facebook group, haven't we? Yeah, it's a very exclusive Facebook group for our VIP Royal community. So come along and join us if you'd like. The link is in the description below. Just a quick uh, little check-in, Rach. How are you doing? Yeah, I'm um, I'm quite giddy at the moment. <laughs> we'll, talk, we'll talk about the coronation in the Royal News, but... It's made me really happy this week. It's been a roller coaster of emotions to be a royal fan at the moment, isn't it? I know, right? You don't know whether to be happy, sad, excited, anxious. It's all going on. I know. On. It is all going on. So, Princess Eugenie and Jack Brooksbank's wedding anniversary, they hit the four year mark, didn't they? Yeah. And that's actually your favourite royal wedding look, isn't it? It it is, definitely. Love, love, love this wedding look. Love the tiara, the dress, everything. So a big happy wedding anniversary to Eugenie and to Jack. We are not going to speak about the Prince and Princess of Wales in Northern Ireland this week. However, I will like to mention that they got heckled. What was that about? (laughs) Oh my God, that woman, it was so mean. So royal community, if you don't know, obviously we're not going to talk loads about this, but if you don't know, this woman... She stood presumably for hours to meet William and Catherine. She was at the front. And then what did she say, Cheryl? Oh, do you know what? It's completely gone out of my head what she said. She says something like, thank you for coming, but the Irish belongs to the Irish or something along the lines of that. Yeah. And I was just like, what was the point? If that's what you wanted to say, I just don't understand why you would queue up all that time. And she had her phone out. Mm-hmm. shook Catherine's hand and then had the audacity to say that's the Catherine's face. I, yeah. I just don't understand. She was waiting for a moment and she got it to have the biggest impact as well. And it was so unassuming. Catherine thought she was a well-wisher and she ended up with a... It was kind of like um, like she was luring her into a false yeah. insecurity. And all of a sudden, you just saw Catherine just go in the car and off she went. I don't know whether she actually stopped that a bit short than was necessary. Yeah, but also she took the place of someone that probably really wanted to be at the front to meet Catherine yeah so anyway Catherine got heckled this week Um, (laughs) moving on (laughs) moving on swiftly Um, we're going to move on to the Royal Roundup we're so excited about this week aren't we (laughs) 
Okay, so it has been a busy month for the Countess of Wessex. Last week, she was in the Democratic Republic of Congo, and this week she's visiting Botswana and Malawi to see the work of the Diamond Jubilee Trust. Now, this was set up in 2012 in Queen Elizabeth's name. They aim to end avoidable blindness across the Commonwealth, and Sophie is vice patron. She said, Her late majesty placed eyesight at the forefront of the work of the Trust, working across the Commonwealth. And this visit was to mark World Sight Day on the 13th of October. As we know, Rach, this is super important to Sophie. And I love this Diamond Jubilee Trust. And it's still going. Uh, you know, it was set up in 2012. And you think, don't you? Oh, Platinum Jubilee. Actually, this is the Diamond Jubilee. And it's yeah. still having such a massive difference across the world. It's amazing, isn't it? And we've spoken about Sophie, lots to do with eyesight because obviously, as we know, Lady Louise, she mm. had an operation, didn't she, when she was younger to correct a problem that she had with her eye. In the coming years, what I would love is if Lady Louise became like Beatrice and Eugenie and she worked with certain charities to do with eyesight would be a brilliant patron or presidency for her to be a part of yeah definitely and right did you hear that uh the prince of wales went deer stalking this week deer stalking what a weird thing to do <laughs> in memory of granny in mem- memory of granny right what is deer stalking it basically they they kill off like the older deers i'm like mm-hmm. leave the deers go just let them do their thing i just find it so weird and i just thought i'd bring it up because what a weird pastime. But Shell, this wasn't actually called band, was it? It was one of those, a sore for <laughs> the Prince of Wales. So let's not get too ahead of ourselves. Yeah, true, true. So moving on, keeping with the theme of animals, but with an, a more lovelier touch, <laughs> a new photo was released of Queen Elizabeth's fell pony, Emma. What was really funny about this was the photo had a press release. And it was in Oh, I love this. Yes, go Emma. She's a superstar. She's like such a hot commodity now. She has to be embargoed. <laughs> and as we know, she captured parts around the world, didn't she? As we saw her on the long walk as she lined the procession towards Windsor Castle. Absolutely, I know. How beautiful is Emma? And also, right, let's add to the fact that I think the embargo was a month after the Queen's death, wasn't it? And then yeah. that was when it got embargoed. So I do understand why they would have embargoed that date. It's just Um, funny that a horse got embargoed. (laughs) I love it. I love it. It's so royal. I just love it. To mark Hospice Care Week, the Duchess of Gloucester visited Greenwich and Bexley Community Hospice, where she met staff and volunteers who support 3,000 patients every year. Brigitte also planted a tree! 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 So all the new listeners of our royal podcast, a tree believe is something we say when a royal plants a tree. It's just something you say while you're here and royal community say loud and proud. <laughs> so she planted a tree, tree believe, for the Queen's green canopy in remembrance of Queen Elizabeth. I love it. Our first tree believe in a long time. Yeah, and I think what was nice about this is that the Duke, Duchess of Gloucester, the Duke of Kent, their work is still getting recognised, even though Queen Elizabeth is no longer here, they're still working members of the royal family. And Shell, talking of the Duke of Kent, it was actually his birthday this week. So happy 87th birthday. Stop your cap to you, sir. (laughs) Yes. Oh my goodness. Happy birthday to the Duke of Kent. What a guy. Love it. Love it. So let's move on to the King and Queen Consort. They visited the village of Ballata in Aberdeen to thank representatives from the police, ambulance and fire services and volunteers who helped support Queen Elizabeth's final journey from Balmoral. 
And if you remember, Shell Balasar, they were the first, you know, residents to say goodbye to Her Majesty because let's not forget, she was their neighbour for many years, wasn't she? She was. And it was such a special thing for them to do. And even before she passed away, they just lined the, the street outside Balmoral just to give her uh, some well wishes and some moral support, I guess, when we heard that that statement come out first. So it's a very special place, a very special place. And I think they probably feel so much more connected to the Queen than probably any of us. Yeah, and I think it's very telling that the King and Queen Consort are still in Scotland. They're still in staying at Balmoral at this present time, aren't they? And I think that's important to show the Scottish people that, yes, you have a new monarch, but you're still important. And and what was lovely as well, there was talking of horses in this week's episode. There was pictures of their majesties meeting some of the horses that were that line for procession. And I think, you know, this goes to show they got such a passion and love of forces as well. We obviously, when we think of forces, anything to do with the royal family, we think immediately of Queen Elizabeth, don't we? We do. But then also we know that Camilla is a massive fan of horses. I think she's a patron of Brooke's Donkey Sanctuary as well, isn't yeah. she? It was really lovely to see. And Rachel, I've got to tell you something. Go on. I have made friends with a Shire horse in our local farm and I've just bought an annual pass. So Ooh. I'm now friends with Jim, the Shire horse. Jim. <laughs> Jim, I know, he's amazing. Anyway, I just love the fact that they were so passionate about horses. Moving on. The Prince and Princess of Wales visited BBC's Newsbeat to take part in a special episode about young people and mental health as part of World Mental Health Day. Their guests shared their mental health stories and experiences and also the importance of keeping the conversation going and uh, yeah William was talking about toolkits wasn't he and how uh, <laughs> a mental health toolkit connects the men <laughs> you know just what, what you got in your toolkit yeah but it was lovely to have a conversation about mental health and as we know Rach William and Catherine and Harry at the time had the Heads Together initiative. This isn't something that is just, oh, let's just talk about mental health. This is something that's been always underpinning all of their work throughout the years. Yeah. So um, it was so important, especially on this day. Yeah. And I think what was really nice as well, they had a volunteer and he actually is a volunteer for Shout, which comes under the umbrella of the Royal Foundation, which is obviously the Royal Foundation of the Prince and Princess of Wales. And he said that he had seen the programme back in 2019, William Catherine with Mary Berry. Don't know if you remember that. It was, um, yes. it was called a Berry Royal <laughs> Christmas. Oh, yes, I did. They were making the cakes, weren't they? <laughs> making the cakes. And they yeah. were kind of like having a cake off, weren't they? They were, definitely. But he actually said it was from that. He went onto the Royal Foundation, researched, and he came across Shout. And I think it's absolutely brilliant that he's now a volunteer. Absolutely. Talking about them having a cake off, they also had a bit of a cocktail off this week, didn't they? They both were making <laughs> cocktails in Northern Ireland. I love this because my husband used to work as a master bartender. So when I was talking to him about it, he was just like, oh, he was shaking his head. Like the technique was so <laughs> off. <laughs> but anyway, that was in Northern Ireland again. So we're not going to go into that. But I just <laughs> I thought I'd bring that up because it was just hilarious. Mental health, everyone out there, there are going to be links in the show notes if you would like to reach out to anybody shout for instance mind the details will be in the show notes so please feel free to use those yeah and I think what Catherine said was really important she said there's no right or wrong when it comes to mental health it's whatever works for you yeah there is no right way it's just how you feel 
no one person is going to feel exactly the same. And having a mental health toolkit allows you to just top up your mental health on a daily basis. And like you were saying, Rach, it's different for everybody. And sometimes the things that might have worked maybe six months ago might no longer work for you. So always try different things. One of my things is listening to music and going for a walk. Yeah, I just love definitely. that. Getting your body moving. And also my main thing is going to see gym gym for my mental health <laughs> an animal for mental health is just amazing yeah um it was so funny because it was like it was on bbc news and it was on radio one which is our biggest radio station here in the uk i was on my lunch break and i listened to it and um it was like a special with the prince and princess of wales <laughs> i love it it was like there was like radio one djs and then Catherine <laughs> actually said this is a new spring special with William and Catherine. And I was like, <laughs> drop the titles now. <laughs> and you know what was actually hilarious, Shell? It's not taken obviously away from the serious topic that it is. But at the end, William said, thanks for listening. Thanks for listening. Thanks for listening. He said it three times and he went, and then he went please use all three. And then, I, I laughed because it reminded me of that's, us because that's what we do. When we keep it up with the Windsors. Keep it up with the Windsors. Keep it up with the Windsors. <laughs> Raw community, you will not understand the pain of recording a podcast. <laughs> I can't remember what episode it is, but we talk about, I think it was like our podcast anniversary, wasn't it? It was, like, yeah. What we go through every single week. Like, yeah. That we find it really hard to come up with like a name for the podcast episode or things like that. So yeah, listen back if you want to find out anything about the podcast if you're new here. <laughs> Yeah, I know, because that literally is just us unfiltered, isn't it? We just tell the truth in it. That is our one-year anniversary special in March 2022. I'll pop a link in the show notes for you so you can find it easily. So that's it for the Royal Roundup this week. Now let's move on. (laughs) You don't have to do it, Rach. We have got a sound effect. (laughs) I know, but I'm that excited. I want to do it. (laughs) Hallelujah. Let's move on to the royal news for this week. Right, okay, let's talk about it. The coronation date of His Majesty the King has been confirmed Saturday the 6th of May 2023. The ceremony will also see the Queen Consort crowned for the last 900 years. 900 years, Rach. (laughs) You heard that right, Royal Community. (laughs) We got the history. (laughs) We've got the history. For the last 900 years, the ceremony has taken place at Westminster Abbey and it will be conducted by the Archbishop of Canterbury. The coronation will reflect the monarch's role today and looks towards the future while being rooted in long-standing traditions and pageantry. The ceremony has retained a similar structure for over a thousand years and next year's coronation is expected to include the same core elements while recognising the spirit of the times. So let's discuss the coronation. Ah, Well, first thing was we were like, right, hotels, what's happening? (laughs) I put it on our Instagram, I was like, looking at hotels immediately immediately <laughs> thank you so much royal community for everyone who's dm'd us already <laughs> maybe a meetup is in the way we know so many people that we've spoken to since we've started the podcast that are coming over from the u.s 
Germany, so many countries. I'm just so excited. There's already like a buzz within this royal community. Yeah. I just can't imagine what it's going to be like on the day. Yeah, it's going to be amazing. We're going to be witnessing history firsthand. Like how amazing because we've seen so many times over the years clips of the Queen's coronation and we were lucky enough to see the Gold State carriage at the Platinum Jubilee celebrations last year at the pageant, wasn't we? Yeah, again, there is a YouTube video on that. So if you want to watch our pageant or all of our Jubilee videos, you can go over to YouTube, Keeping Up the Windsors. I'll put a link in the show notes. So Royal Community, keep your eyes and your ears peeled because nearer the time, we will be doing a meetup. So if any of you yes. are coming over for the coronation, let us know. We'll let you know where we're going to be, what time, but that will come obviously next year. But stay tuned. Rach, I'm just going to ask you now, have you started a Google Doc on this? You know, a little <laughs> schedule for us. I haven't, but Shell, and I'm being totally serious here. I was thinking of going on Etsy and buying tiaras <laughs> so I can feel like I'm part of the coronation. Yeah. Well, let's uh, let's break this down then. Firstly, we did actually find out that the date is the exact same date as Archie's birthday. Why did they make that decision? Well, I don't think anyone in the institution thought, hmm, Archie's birthday, let's book it for this day. As we know, it involves not just the institution, but the church and the government as well. So they all have to collectively decide on this one day. And we don't know rural community yet. But from previous years, obviously, with Queen Elizabeth, Truth in the Colour takes part in June. So we don't know if they're going to be keeping June as Truth in the Colour month. I was quite surprised at how early it was. I thought we were going to see it a bit more later on in the summer. Yeah, I've heard that from a lot of people. But again, I think traditionally, if you do look back throughout history, coronations do take part quite quickly after the accession but I think mm. because Queen Elizabeth was coronated unfortunately because her father passed away quite suddenly and nobody was prepared for it it was one of those events where they had to take their time and also because it was just a few years after the second world war had ended yeah, yeah. so they really had to tread carefully in that light didn't they so let's talk about this then because obviously They've got the crown jewels there. They've got the golden carriage. We've got all the pomp and pageantry that we need with the armed forces who just do an immaculate job every single time. We've got the Westminster Abbey. It's not as if they have to pay a, you know, a higher out fee or anything. But still, even though all these things are at the royal's disposal, it's still going to be a pared down coronation, yeah. which... For my mind, I completely understand why they do a pared down coronation because we're going through a cost of living crisis here in the UK. A lot of people are struggling. The biggest expense actually comes from security, the police officers needed. It comes from just actually the sheer amount of security gates and crowd control. That's where the main bulk of the money comes from. Security for the royals. Everything else is already paid for within the crown estate. So... It's going to be quite interesting to see what they cut out. Yeah, and I think, you know, like what they said in the press release, it's expected to include the same core elements while recognising the spirit of our times. So we've moved on in time since the Queen's coronation. Like our country is completely different. It's so multicultural now compared yeah. to what it was back in the 50s. Mm -hmm. And I think the Commonwealth will be reflected quite heavily within 
the coronation within the ceremony. And we've heard as well that the Queen's coronation was four hours long, but this is only going to be about an hour long. Wow. Yeah. Wow, that's very different, isn't it? I think what they're going to keep is obviously the anointing. That's obviously like a really important part of the coronation. Mm -hmm. They've also got to get the coronation stone back onto that chair from Scotland, haven't they? So yeah, yeah, there's a lot of manoeuvring. There's a lot of putting all the pieces together. It's just going to be interesting to see it in HD now because our televisions, the technology have come along so much. We'd be able to see so much more detail than we can in Queen Elizabeth's coronation videos. But bear in mind, Royal Community, Rachel and I will be on a camp chair somewhere <laughs> along the mall, so we won't be able to see anything so we go home <laughs> as we did with so, the Jubilee. So we've already had this discussion with Royal Community. So we were going to book our hotel today. And then, Shell, what did you say? I said, I don't want to pay 250 quid a night or something to stay in like a really, really bad hotel just because it's the coronation and they've bumped all the prices up when we're only really going to spend, what, two or three hours in it anyway. We might yeah. as well just do an all-nighter on the mall. We did it for the queue. Let's do it for the coronation. I'm becoming groupies, Rach. So we're all on need is camp chairs, a, you know, blanket, and we're good to go. I mean, May, it's quite chilly at the, in the evening time here in the UK, rural communities. Look, as long as the trees aren't... Uh, <laughs> <laughs> They've got any pollen on them, I'm fine. I sneezed continuously during the Jubilee, so I think I'll have to take antihistamines. What will be interesting as well is each coronation, there is a new crown made, isn't there? Yes, yes. So what happens is they use all of the jewels, but they have to do a new setting to fit the king's head. And mm. that is what would be new. Yeah, and what will be interesting to see as well is we don't have any footage whatsoever of when the Queen Mother was coronated Mm. this is the first time we will be seeing the queen consort camilla she'll be coronated at the same time as the king so this is again something we've never seen before so i'm really interested to see what happens like because we know what happens with the monarch because we have the videos of the queen yeah but i don't know in what sense it happens when the consort gets coronated yeah we saw a little bit didn't we with prince philip but i don't know how different that is for a queen consort versus a prince consort so yeah it's quite interesting isn't it yeah you said it's quite quick can you imagine they're already probably prepping the outfits because you've got all that regalia that they have to get ready and make specifically for that monarch Mm -hmm. and we've not really seen but this might be one of the first times we'll see Charles's cipher. Oh, I bet it's going to be massive on the back on of his, his coronation robe. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. Um, and that's another point to make, actually. When we went to the coronation, I think it was the Queen's dresses in, there was an exhibition at Buckingham yeah. Palace, and we saw the coronation dress. It was the 60 year, wasn't it? Oh, that's right, yes. Honestly, Royal Community, that dress is one of the most beautiful dresses I've ever seen in my life. Every thread had like a platinum thread or a gold Mm. thread. It wasn't just normal threads and it sparkled and shined. Like I cannot even describe to you what it was like in real life. It was spectacular. So I wonder how that's going to translate into a king's outfit. And also, Shell, don't forget, at the time, her outfit was designed by Norman Hartnell. Yeah. Who's going to be designing the king and queen consorts? We need to know his tailor. We need to know. Yeah. This is important. He stepped up king-wise, I said, didn't I, with a proclamation. I loved what he was wearing there. And I think this will be... I mean, this is going to be a bold statement here. Rach, you ready for this? Go on. I believe that King Charles will wear the most amazing regalia he will ever wear and we will ever see him in. I think he will look amazing. 
I'm imagining velvet. I don't know why. I've just got velvet in my mind. Well, you, you've got that velvet within the crown and probably a velvet coronation robe. So it makes sense the rest of it would kind of align with that. Within the royal community, a lot of the European royals, whenever they go on state visits and things like that, we see them wear tiaras, the, the ladies. Um, and we don't really see the British royals do that very often. Are we going to have tiara moments? Or do you think it's going to be pared down? Because again, of what we're going through economically as a mm-hmm. country, obviously, royal community, we know they're rich, but they don't want to flaunt their wealth because the coronation in a way is the biggest thing to say, look at me, I'm, you know, yeah, part I'm of the, the king. royal family. Yeah. But when Charles and Anne, when they was at the Queen's coronation, they didn't wear tiaras or crowns, did they? They were so, tiny. They were, uh, I think Charles was four or something, wasn't yeah. he? Yeah. But it would just it would just be interesting. And when we get that balcony shot, is it just going to be the king and queen, or is it going to be the whole royal family, or is it going to be the scaled down royal family? Mm-hmm. Is it going to be the prince and princess of Wales and their family with the children? Are Camilla's family going to be involved? There's just so many things that we don't know yet. As time goes on, as we get nearer, we'll hear more information. But I think it just excites me because I'm going to be part of history. Like, how amazing. <laughs> I'm just so excited. And I didn't think I'd be that excited about the king's coronation. But trust me, I am. <laughs> See, I'm not that excited because I know what it actually entails, as Mm. in us going there. To be honest, I'm not religious and it is a very religious ceremony, isn't it? It's probably the most religious ceremony you can get. But we don't know what's going to be scaled back. So yes, it will be religious and it will take part at Westminster Abbey. But how much of that is going to be involved and he is a christian man obviously that will play very heavily into his day it will be interesting as well to see if we actually get to see the actual anointing because we didn't with queen elizabeth did we but it is supposed to be private though isn't it they do put a cover over it's not supposed to be seen by everyone it's supposed to be for the archbishop the king and a moment with god it's the most holy thing you can do, the anointments part of it. So I just want to put this little point in here. I actually don't think they will have big tiaras. The reason why is because can you remember when Catherine and William got married? They actually got married during the credit crunch and they actually scaled back a lot of their wedding. I mean, don't get me wrong, it was still spectacular. But also people were wondering why Catherine wore such a small tiara. Now that actually is one of my favourite tiaras, the Cartier Halo tiara. However, I think that's probably because it was scaled down and they didn't want to put like a really big tiara on Catherine. And I think that's probably what will happen with the coronation. They will be more of the scaled back, the more smaller sized tiaras in the collection or not at all. I mean, it'd be quite nice to see some tiaras, I have to say. Also, another question is, will Harry and Meghan be at the coronation and will Archie and Lilibet attend? See, I don't think Archie and Lilibet will attend because I think they'll keep their children private and I personally myself, I really respect that decision. However, it is a big occasion. It is on the world stage and um, who knows? Who knows? It is Archie's birthday so they may want to do something special with him afterwards or they might just say no. I think they will say yes though. I think they will say yes. Well, it depends what's in Harry's memoir. (laughs) 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 <laughs> depends if he gives an invite or not <laughs> oh, the thing is we still don't have a date for the memoir either so um yeah anyway let's talk about what's coming up on youtube this week i'm going to be doing a video on episodes two to five of megan's archetypes podcast so if you've been catching up or you'd like to know what my thoughts are there will be a video on the review and if you have any opinions that you'd like to share and you're not on instagram head on over to keeping up with the windsors pod at gmail.com and email us. 
we'd love to chat with you. If you're listening on Apple, Spotify, anywhere you can leave a review, please do leave us a lovely five-star review. It gets us seen by more people who want to join the Royal Community. And if you'd like to support Shell and I on the podcast, keep the podcast on the air, you can over on Kofi. Buy us a cup of coffee. It's £4 slash six bucks amazing stuff we're so excited about the coronation what about you are you excited let us know come on over and say hi to us over on youtube instagram or email us thank you so much for being here it's lovely to have you with us as part of the royal community and we'll see you next week on keeping Keeping up with the windsors Windsors. keeping up with the windsors keeping up with the windsors (laughs) 